Welcome to Direct Impact, where we discuss the various ways our mental health and quality of life intersect. I'm your host, Andrea Epting, licensed professional counselor, master's addictions counselor, and certified sex therapist. Think of our time together as focused self-reflection mixed with insight, passion, and empowerment. Now, take a deep breath. Now let's dive in and see what impacts you today. Hello, Direct Impact Nation. It's your host, Andrea Epteen. Thank you so much for showing up today. I was just thinking, um, we wrapped up a recording on resiliency, and I want to do a bonus episode on spiritual resiliency. Um, We're talking about ways to build resilience, and I had mentioned spiritual practices as being one of them, one of the many ways that you can practice on a regular basis, um, put it into your routine, building resiliency. Um, And I just want to hover over (laughs) the spiritual piece, because when I meet with people, (laughs) it's this is something, you know, that I have just noticed in my personal experience, in my professional experience, that people who have a healthy and consistent spiritual practice and relationship with their higher power, um, they have more resiliency, uh, the ability to bounce back from the everyday blows that life is going to offer. And so I just I, I wanted to circle back to it and say, you know, let's just pay a little bit more attention to the spiritual element. And for our listeners, um, I just want to differentiate religion from spirituality, and I just love the way that Father Richard Rohr puts it in his book, Breathing Underwater. I just love how he talks about uh, religion being for people who are scared of going to hell and spirituality being for people who've already been there. (laughs) So the spirituality is for people who've been through hell, who have developed character through that process and know (laughs) that the only way they have overcome is through leaning on something greater than themselves. And so, you know, on this podcast, I mean, I, I, I am um, of the Christian faith, um, and I have a spiritual practice that is consistent with that. But, you know, I think it's important to be very clear that that's absolutely not the only way to have a very healthy, vibrant, healing, and amazing spiritual practice. And so let's just be clear on that. Spirituality and religion are two extremely different things in my book. So um, we're going to talk about it from that perspective. <clears throat> so let's dive in. Spirituality is something that allows for us to say, you know what? I'm supported. I'm cared for. I'm loved. I'm known. I'm unrepeatable. I come into this world with a design and a mission and a purpose and that I'm uniquely made. And I think that that allows for resiliency. It allows for us to build trust with our higher power, trust with self and then eventually some trust with other human beings around us. And 
I just have experienced that there is a way to process information when you come from a healthy spiritual perspective that is different from individuals who do not have that practice or, you know, have not had those experiences or have not identified a power greater than themselves that can quote unquote restore them to sanity, (laughs) you know, so I would be remiss if I didn't bring this up to our listeners to say that identifying a healthy spiritual practice where you are building relationship with your inner self and with a power greater than yourself that can truly restore you to sanity and security and safety and offer resiliency. I mean, it's just, it's critical. And you know it is in the the rooms. And so if you are a member of a 12-step program, if you're actively working a program that is a spiritual practice, um, it's not just attending temple or church or going to adoration and all of these other beautiful spiritual practices as well. Um, You know, I, I just, I feel like whatever it is, practicing it, being consistent in it, allowing your emotions to be part of that, building those trust muscles with something that can allow you to acknowledge and overcome, you know, quicker to come to a place of truth and acceptance quicker is part of building resiliency. So, you know, yes, there are lots of ways to build resiliency, but I I just, again, I feel like it's important to to circle back to the spiritual element, because if that's missing, you just might not get there as quickly as your peers who are implementing a daily spiritual practice and um, and a contemplative practice. Um, So just it's something to consider. And please understand that um, I'm very sensitive to spiritual betrayal and church hurt and spiritual wounds and things of that nature. So I I definitely understand um, some fear around having a spiritual practice or identifying a power greater than yourself or turning that over. But I can just tell you from a a resiliency perspective, um, it is a healthy practice to implement, something that you feel safe in. And there's so many different ways to get there. But remember, it's part of identifying just a power greater than yourself that you can lean on or a practice that you can come back to consistently that will be life-giving, not life-taking. And so that's just what it's about. And it can, and it's something that when you lean on heavily, it takes you to a place of acceptance so much quicker when crisis occurs, because you have a belief system in place that says, you know what, I'm going to be okay. I'm cared for. I'm loved. Um, and, And it gives you a framework to operate from when you're really confronting that negative um, self-talk and things of that nature. So people who implement this practice really do find that, you know, they can achieve resiliency um, just quicker. And so I wanted to mention it, and that is it. Um, So please do consider that. And so the call to action really this week is just to ponder that. Um, to ponder what that might look like in your life. What would a healthy spiritual practice look like 
in your life, knowing that, you know, the sky is the limit. Um, Because and at the end of it, what will be achieved is, you know, healing, and um, self compassion, and love, and gratitude. And so, you know, what would that look like for you? Is is it sitting down um, with a, a devotion, um, a devotional? Is it going to be something like a gratitude list? Um, is it going to be, you know, a, a Buddhist practice? Is it going to be, you know, anything, anything that might be comfortable for you? And, and, and honestly, if you can't come to a place of comfort with that, the call to action right now is just to sit in the thought of, of what the resistance might be. Just feel that resistance and sit in it and see what emerges. So just be bold, be brave, be courageous, and be willing to sit in either um, the thoughts of what a spiritual practice might look like for you or any resistance around it. Um, and again, it's all about health and healing here. And so I really, I invite you, I encourage you, and I hope that I've inspired you to consider that as part of building resiliency. All right. I want to tell you about Brain FM. Some days our focus is stretched thin. Different sources of stimulation regularly wear on our attention. Working from home can obviously exacerbate these issues. At best, curated playlists can be a crapshoot. Whether they'll actually push you to be more productive, who knows? This is why we use Brain FM. These guys have neural phase locking audio technology and fire soundtracks that shift your neurons into focus mode. Visit brainfm.com. That's www.brainfm.com. Use the promo code Direct Impact for great discounts. That's Direct Impact with no spaces. Now, visit the link in our show notes. Another thing that a spiritual practice adds to resiliency, you know, because we're talking about how do we build resiliency and our ability to get back up and cope effectively with things. Spirituality, um, it really enhances our ability to do that for lots of different reasons. But I just want to add again that there are so many different, really effective spiritual practices out there that offer you an opportunity to build up your resiliency. That being said, it is a very intimate process and a relationship between you and that practice, you and that higher power, you and that experience. And, you know, I kind of uh, liken it to when people ask about my relationship with my my God. Um, it's kind of, you know, I have this like bodily, like visceral reaction to it, almost like somebody saying, so what do you and your husband do in the bedroom? <laughs> you know, it's a very um, intimate Uh, relationship that I can't give and would never give other people full access to. And it's hard to truly explain how powerful and amazing it is. So I just wanted to, to point out that that's that's part of why it's so therapeutic. That's part of why it builds resiliency. But it's also something that you can have boundaries around that says, you know what, my spiritual practices and my experience is incredibly um, personal to me. And it's, 
private how I experience it. And so, you know, it really is, you don't have to share that with other people. You don't have to give full, you know, insight into that. But I just want to give you full on permission to dive into a spiritual practice to build that intense and intimate relationship with self and a power greater than yourself that can truly restore you, restore your body, restore your mind, restore your soul, and gives you full permission to be nothing but yourself. So just wanted to, to tell you, yeah, deeply personal um, and wonderful process. Um, but you don't have to be able to explain it. <laughs> um, but you know, I think we can talk about ways in which we practice it, not necessarily how we experience it, but what we do to practice it. So I hope that helps. Does anyone else feel like they just earned an extra brain wrinkle? Do you feel like that went by way too fast and just cannot wait till the next episode? Then leave a review and share this episode with a friend, a loved one, a coworker, or whomever, because your valued feedback makes a direct impact. Thank you for dropping in. Snaps to you because you have made a direct impact by listening to this podcast. Make sure to follow us on social media and stay tuned every week for a new episode of Direct Impact with Andrea Epstein.